ஹலோ அண்ட் வெல்கம் டு சங்கம் லிட் திஸ் இஸ் நந்தினி கார்கி அண்ட் இன் திஸ் எபிசோட் வி லிசன் டு தாட்ஃபுல் வேர்ட்ஸ் ஆஃப் அட்வைஸ் ரெண்டர் டு அ கிங் ஆஸ் டெபிக்டட் இன் சங்கம் லிட்ரரி ஒர்க் புறநானூறு தேர்ட்டி ஃபைவ் பெண்ட் அபவுட் த சோலா கிங் குளமுற்றத்து துஞ்சிய கிள்ளி வளவன் பை த போயட் வெள்ளைக்குடிநாகனார் set in the category of padam tine or king's praise the verse focuses on the importance of rendering justice to the farming subjects in a reign nali iru munnir eniyaga vali idai valanga vanam soodiya mantini kidakkai tan tamil kilavar murasu mulangu thanai moovarullum arasu enapaduvathu ninade peruma அலங்கு கதிர் கணலி நால்வையின் தோன்றினும் இலங்கு கதிர் வெள்ளி தென்புலம் படரினும் அம்தன் காவிரி வந்து கவர்பு ஊட்ட தோடுகொள் வேலின் தோற்றம் போல ஆடுகன் கரும்பின் வெண்பூ நுடங்கும் நாடு எனப்படுவது நினதே அத்தை ஆங்க நாடுகளிச் செல்வத்து பீடுகளு வேந்தே நினவ கூறுவல் எனவ கேன்மதி அறம் புரிந்தன்ன செங்கோல் நாட்டத்து முறை வேண்டு பொழுதில் பதன் எளியோர் ஈண்டு உரை வேண்டு பொழுதில் பெயல் பெற்றோரே ஞாயிறு சுமந்த கோடுதிரல் கொன்மு மாக விசும்பின் நடுவு நின்றாங்கு கண்புற விளங்கு நின் வின்பொரு வியன்குடை வெயில் மறைக்கொண்டன்றோ அன்று வருந்திய குடிமறைப்பதுவே கூர்வேல் வளவ வெளிற்று பணந்துணியின் வீற்று வீற்று கிடப்ப களிற்று கணம் பொருத கண்ணகன் பரந்தலை வருபடை தாங்கி பெயர் புறத்து ஆர்த்து பொறுபடை தருவும் கொற்றமும் உழுபடை ஊன்ற சால் மருங்கின் ஈன்றதன் பயனே மாறி பொய்ப்பினும் வாரி குன்றினும் இயற்கையல்லன செயற்கையில் தோன்றினும் காவலர் பழிக்கும் இக்கண்ணகள் ஞாளம் அது நற்கு அறிந்தனை ஆயின் நீயும் நொதுமலாளர் பொதுமொழி கொள்ளாது பகடு புறந்தருணர் பாரம் ஓம்பி குடி புறந்தருகுவையாயின் நின் அடி புறந்தருகுவர் அடங்காதோரே குவாய்ட் அ லாங் சாங் கண்டெய்னிங் அ லாட் ஆஃப் இன்ஃபர்மேஷன் அபவுட் ஏன்ஷியன் தமிழ்லாண்ட் கிங்ஸ் அண்ட் தியர் ரூல் அகேன் இட்ஸ் அ சாங் செலிப்ரேட்டிங் த சோலா கிங் கிள்ளி வளவன் த போயிட்ஸ் வேர்ட்ஸ் கேன் பி டிரான்ஸ்லேட்டட் ஆஸ் ஃபாலோஸ் with the expansive dark seas on three sides as the boundaries with the sky as the crown one that is not toppled by the winds in between is this land made of earth the cool tamil land ruled by emperors three with their drum roaring armies of the three yours is the true empire o lord even if the sun with its swaying rays appears in all four directions and even if the radiant rays of venus spreads in the south that beautiful moist kaveri flows and spreads as many tributaries to feed your land making dancing stalks of sugarcane with white flowers appear akin to an assembly of spears and so only your nation can be called a nation O esteemed king who is the ruler of such a land of prosperity i have something to say about certain matters and i request you to lend your ears in a land where the scepter reigns as if justice itself is ruling when those of modest means beseech your grace may they receive a rain shower when they ask for a rain drop 
akin to a thick cloud standing in the middle of the sky that bears the rays of the sun hiding that from hurting the eyes is your wide umbrella that soars to the skies is it merely there to hide the blazing sunshine not at all it's to render shade unto the anxious subjects of your land or valavan with a sharp spear akin to a young palm tree's chopped up pieces lies the heavy elephant's parts in the wide spaces of that battlefield here bearing the assault of enemy armies and making them retreat your soldiers render victory unto you never forget that this is possible only because of the army of farmers pressing the plow in the farm fields even if the rains were to fail even if the harvest were to diminish even if it's not an act of nature and rather depends on the actions of the people it's the protectors who will be blamed in this wide world if you were to understand that well you will avoid accepting the malicious words of slanderous strangers instead you will ease the burden of those who till the soil with plowing oxen if you will take care of these subjects so then even your enemies shall surrender at your feet let's delve into the nuances of this poet's message to the king with the description of ancient tamil land as one surrounded by seas on three sides along with the steady sky atop and rich earth beneath the poet begins his account he continues by saying that this land is being ruled by three great emperors the chera chola and pandya kings what i wish to highlight here is that although there are three dynasties ruling this ancient land the oneness of this landmass is stressed in its collective description of being tamil land if one were to see where these boundaries extend in a modern map of india all of kerala parts of karnataka and andhra pradesh along with the state of tamil nadu would be part of this land described as the cool and moist tamil regions the poet continues by saying in this tamil region one that can be called a true empire is only that of the cholas and he justifies his statement by saying how no matter what changes in the world outside such as the sun suddenly rising up in four directions or the venus moving in the south the river kaveri would continue to flow steadily without any change feeding the chola land with rich resources making sugarcane so like spears after praising the wealth and prosperity of the chola nation so the poet arrives at the crux of the matter and says he has some words of importance to put forth to the king turning his attention to the king's royal insignia the white umbrella the poet puts forth a question asking if the umbrella was there only to render shade and protect from the harsh sunlight then answering that question with a no himself the poet goes on to say that the real duty of that umbrella was to render succor to the stressed people of the land then bringing to fore the gore of the battlefield the poet points to how parts of an elephant's body are lying scattered like a palm tree sections and says that in this battlefield the king's victory has been achieved by the soldiers no doubt and yet the core reason for that victory is the hard work of the farmers who rear the food for all in the land the poet clarifies 
pointing out how the king must be aware of any harm that falls unto the livelihood of these people, be it because of nature or their own actions. The poet advises the king to not heed the thoughtless counsel of strangers, but instead do all it takes to protect the farmers who do so much for his nation. And if the king were to do that, even enemies would fall at the king's feet, declaring his supremacy, the poet concludes. A song that stands in solidarity with the ancient farmers of the Chola land. What struck me was the critical analysis and rationality in the thought that a king's victory came not from the gods or even his warring soldiers, but through the work of farmers who provide them with food and prosperity. This has much relevance to the modern world, where in so many countries, expenditure for agriculture is dipping and that for defence is soaring. Time for those in power to heed the words of this ancient poet who proclaims the indispensable contribution of farmers to the wealth and health of any nation. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sangam Lit and journeying with me to ancient lands and mines. Please visit nandinikarki.com to share your thoughts and do spread the word about Sangam Lit. Until next time, Nandri Vanakkam.